Well, there's a new poll out amongst Browns fans that says they would actually rather have Baker Mayfield back if Deshaun Watson is suspended for at least one year. We'll come back and, and talk about that coming up on the next Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things dog pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, your host from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the barbershop on 92.3 The Fan, Garrett Bush at G Bush 91 Monday through Fridays on YouTube for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Of course, Saturday mornings, the barbershop, many other appearances over on 92.3 The Fan. So make sure you are checking that out. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer to all our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash on. Um, the Deshaun Watson stuff, obviously with the Browns Thursday was an off day. So kind of a quiet day. Um, first off, I think everybody kind of needed it a little bit. Um, as we go through here, this next fave, uh, next fave, uh, New Jersey, former New Jersey attorney general, Peter C. Harvey will be apparently the one anointed to work with the league here in making a decision on Deshaun Watson. Um, if the name sounds familiar, he was involved as far as Hugh Jackson's allegations against the Cleveland Browns when he ruled in favor of the Browns. So obviously Peter Harvey, you know, a little bit familiar with the Cleveland Browns franchise. And for that, for now, that's kind of where we're at. Don't really have much to update as far as that. Again, uh, no player activity yesterday. Um, as the Browns ramp up here, a couple days of practice, then an off day. And of course, the Browns will be on the field next weekend for their first preseason game. Garrett was bringing up here and mentioning, um, you know, poll running around, you know, some fans here, you know, and it's been running around, you know, Twitter right now for, I guess, about, about three weeks or so, I think, Garrett, right? That sounds about right. Um, and with all of the Deshaun Watson news, apparently now maybe some <laughs> having some remorse and some missing of one Baker Mayfield um, in the poll in favor of, would you rather just kept Baker than to go through the Deshaun Watson mess? Look, if you put it in simplistic forms, would you rather not deal with this daily talk of Deshaun Watson, blah, 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 blah. Or would you have Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I, I guess for most, I can understand where your rationale is. Um, you know, Hall of Fame game last night, seeing so many fans excited about the dawn, the beginning of a new NFL season. And us Browns fans, it, 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 we're sitting here with a big, big, incomplete. Like, it, there's one huge factor in regards to this 2020 season that nobody's got an answer to. And it's been five months now. And I, I truly can understand, you know, fans who are upset. And I don't even know to this point, Garrett, I don't think it, it's to the point of, you know, the number of games he will eventually play or not play. I think for most, and why a poll goes this way, it's the unknown. We really don't know. And it's going to be difficult today. Obviously, the Browns are going to be in the building. And I'm sure there's going to be a million 
you know, questions to Coach Stefanski, to any other Browns personnel who take, you know, well, what's going on? What do we know? And nobody knows anything. And it's August 5th. The Browns open for business September 11th. So we're talking about a month and six days. Um, we knew with 99.9% that Deshaun Watson was not going to play in that game. But the fact that we have no idea when you're ever going to see Deshaun Watson, probably what's le- probably what leads to you know, something of this nature. Um, it's, it's a pain. It's a real difficult thing to have to deal with. Um, you know, if everybody who had such high aspirations for this team, bringing in Deshaun Watson to eventually be the quarterback for this team, not knowing when that will begin. And, you know, for you know, a lot of fans, they look at the black eye the team has taken here, you know, under, you know, basically the media eye and a lot of other fan bases for the move they did make and maybe think, you know, well, maybe it was just you were better off with the guy we had. When he does, in fact, play for this team, folks are going to see why the move for Deshaun Watson was made. It's just going to take some time. Here's here's where I, I think what you can interpret what was said and how people feel about having Baker Mayfield back over Deshaun Watson. Here's the reality of this situation. Sometimes people don't like being uncomfortable. Um, uncomfortable is is where um, the success comes, though. Uh, you, you look at the teams and the people. You know, I don't like to bring up the Tom Brady situation, but you look at a situation where, where you have uh, Tom Brady as he's going in for um, – He's he's going on. I can't. What's his name? Other quarterback. Um, uh, used to play for the uh, New England Patriots under Bill Belichick. I I keep wanting to say Ryan Lee. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. Right. So you get Drew Bledsoe. Right. And and he goes out, and then Tom Brady starts playing. The thing about life is sometimes you you can't control what you can't control, and a lot of people feel like if you just if you stay medium, if you stay mediocre. If you just stay in the middle, being in the middle feels better because guess what? You don't have the extreme highs and the lows of when you're uncomfortable. But staying in the middle doesn't get you anywhere. Staying in the middle doesn't get you a championship. It don't get nowhere. And being uncomfortable, staying and being comfortable and being uncomfortable is where people win, is where people are successful, is where champions are are created. And and People don't see it now, and it kind of sucks because they they they've been sold on on a guy and getting a new quarterback, and now you don't know when that guy's going to be able to play. I yeah, I get it. I understand that um, that that's what it is. But at the end of the day, that's not something you can control. And the, and the thing that I always want to tell and reach out to Browns fans is this, man. Like I, I'm I'm more of a militant Browns fan. Like, I don't take crap from nobody else, man. Like, I, you know, Browns fans are a little too jovial with the national media. Like, I, why would I care what the national media thinks about us? Like, you, you, you always, you, you say corny jokes, uh, the mistake on a lake, your river's burning. You got a bunch of comedians saying the same five jokes. You're not funny, bro. And you keep coming back like we care what you, I don't care what Ryan Clark thinks. You're a stealer undercover on 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 NFL Network. You th- you care what Dan Orlowski thinks? I'm old enough to remember when you was garbage. You ain't no good. Why do you worry? Don't invest in these outside people. We had somebody like Mike Holmgren come here and take all our money, cash checks, and go on Seattle radio every single week talking about his old life. Man, it's time out for that. The Cleveland Browns went out and did what they thought was best to get people and to get a quarterback. 
it's not about that whole shaming you. People, like, how are you? You're a grown person. You should never have to. I don't have <clears> to <throat> explain why I root for the Browns to nobody in Kansas City, Denver, L.A. It don't matter. Support your team. When they beat the brakes off of us and we was 1-31, and nobody gave a crap what we was doing because we was 1-31. and I'm not about to start caring what they think right now. It's always good to, I mean, I'm sorry, it's not always good. It's always popular. It's always easy to pick on the weakling, you know, the the unsuccessful one. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's it's bullying in, you know, any one of its forms. Um, and, you know, what's over there? What can I make fun of? You know, what can I get a rise out of people from? I mean, and who are we getting? Cleveland Browns has been away ever since they come back, for God's sake. And obviously, even the way the team left to go to Baltimore. This is how it ended up in this position. Um, it certainly draw drew an ire, you know, that the Browns made this move. And I think it's, you know, a lot of it has to come from, you know, there were a lot of fans who were attached to Baker and, you know, rightfully so look, this team saw success with Baker Mayfield. It had not seen since the return, um, you know, one in 31, of course, um, and doing everything they can to turn that around. Um, the Browns had what they felt was, you know, Roster numbers one through 53, they thought two through 52 was outstanding. They really, really liked this team. And what did they feel? If they could upgrade that number one, because number one should always be the top player on your roster should always be your quarterback. And if it's not, you're probably not that good of a football team. So they went out and made the move they could to get, you know, a better quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks in the entire league. Um, Let's be honest, if they ran it back with Baker Mayfield, some of these same media pundits, would be still getting off them jokes and just be a little bit different. Obviously um, there's only one way he wanted to stop. It's real simple. What to get to stop, shut him up, win some win. games, win some games, come out here and win games, man. Because it's about, man. It will be real, real different. You know, Browns, you know, with the Sean Watson, start reeling off some games, leading the AFC North. And all of a sudden now teams are going to have to maybe start praising their play again on the field. We're going to get to a little bit more here. Um, you know, how does Coach Stefanski and the coaching staff address this team today before they take the practice field? You know, how do they focus? Because I'm sure finding out the news on day was one thing for this team. We know what's in front of us. And then, obviously, the news that broke late on Wednesday. Now, we need basically a deep abyss of unknown for that locker room. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest locked on Browns. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to built.com to stake a box for you and your family. It will be the perfect treat or you can find a good hiding spot and just hoard them all for yourself. Like all built bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 1% real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Chocolate covered cookie dough with light fluffy texture. So good. 
What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. Welcome back to the Locked On Brown Podcast. We back doing our thing. G. Bush, follow at G. Bush 91. Jeff Lloyd, follow at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, and continue to support us on uh, YouTube. Uh, we are close to 2,500. Uh, we're going to continue. Let's go ahead and knock that out of the park. Uh, and continue to keep rocking and rolling with us. Make sure you hit those five-star reviews wherever you uh, download your podcast. And make sure you hit that notification bell. We'll be, we'll be dropping content all over the place. I'll be in training camp actually tomorrow. So it'll be great to get back on Monday and let you guys know what I saw some firsthand. Firsthand. I'll be in training camp this week and I'll be in training camp both on Saturday and Sunday next week. So uh, we'll have a lot of great stuff to talk about. First, uh, firsthand views of what's going on at camp and, and we'll be able to talk about that with me and Jeff. So make sure you don't want to miss that. Make sure you hit that notification bell and subscribe to the channel. So we talked a little bit about, you know, the polls that, you know, stating that people um, still, you know, uh, wanted Baker Mayfield or still have a, a, an affinity for Baker Mayfield, given the fact that Deshaun Watson is going to miss a year or potentially miss a year in indefinite uh, suspension. So, I always look at it this like like this, you know, when you're when you're dealing with uh, a team, you know, some of the one of the things that you have to do is is keep the pulse of the team, make sure the morale of the team is where it is, and have to the part about being a coach is not just the X's and O's, it's how you manage the locker room, how you manage personalities, how you go about your messaging, and so for me, we ask in this this segment, what is exactly that you're going to see from Kevin Stefanski and what is Kevin Stefanski saying to his troops right now. And I think he's just echoing it. You know, I I think one word, uh, if you had to give me one word or one phrase, it would be do your job, right? You know, there's certain things that, you know, doesn't, that, that doesn't affect you. Um, Just because, just because uh, Deshaun Watson ain't here, no matter who's that quarterback, Miles Garrett is still expected to rush the passers, which Damian Clowney. Just because the, uh, Deshaun Watson, you ain't got a Deshaun Watson date, does not mean jo- Joel Batonio and his boys up front ain't supposed to be coming off the ball, firing out, being aggressive, right? It means that, you know, receivers, if the ball's thrown to you, catch it. Defensive backs cover somebody, and linebackers, let's get downhill and have a party at the football. A lot of times we look at these overarching things, but we forget when you're in that locker room, it is very microscopic. The defensive line coach is coaching D-line. He ain't worried about no quarterbacks. They are worried about getting better individually uh, across uh, the board, trying to get guys ready. It's some guys like Greedy Williams that are in a contract year. It's some guys that are trying to play themselves into into a spot, right? Trying to figure out where I could get some playing time. So, you know, the Cleveland Browns objective um, from, uh, you know, group to group, this position group, and defensive offense does not change. And and he's basically reiterate. I guarantee they're reiterating that to these guys to let them know the standard is the standard. You do your job and we'll worry about the rest when the chips fall. I think if you coach Stefanski, the way you've got to approach this is, you know what, we we just got to assume as for right now and basically what the status of it is, there's no other way to look at this other than 
let's not worry about Deshaun. We can't. We cannot worry about Deshaun Watson right now because every moment, every second, we sit here pondering, talking, you know, whether it's someone saying they made a decision and now, you, you know, you want to, you know, get aggravated, worked up about the fact that that decision isn't good enough. And basically we're going to start this process again. It's every second, every minute that you are not focusing on being the best football team you can possibly be. Control the controllable. The Browns have zero control over the Deshaun Watson situation. So sitting here pontificating about it, discussing it, wondering what's going on, there's nothing you can do about it. 100% out of their control. This team needs to focus. This team needs to get ready. Like I said, 30-something days or not, that calendar is going to turn to September 11th, and there's going to be a game to play in Carolina. And this team, regardless of who the quarterback is, whether it's to Jacoby Brissett or Deshaun Watson, Carolina Panthers, Carolina Panthers are an inferior football team. You should go out there and be able to get the job done. And the move for Deshaun Watson, yes, they really, really thought they could make a huge upgrade at the quarterback position. The only reason you did that is because you have players like Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. You have players like Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Jeremiah Wusakora, Moa, John Johnson III, uh, Grant, Grant Delpit, the list goes on and on. You have players like Joe Batonio, Wyatt Teller. You have players like Nick Chubb. You have players like Kareem Hunt. You have players like Amari Cooper. You have players like David Njoku. This roster is deep, spread out. Almost every positional group, barring defensive tackle, has playmakers, has proven NFL commodities. The, the thought process in regards to Deshaun Watson's eligibility it just absolutely needs to stop. No more. And I mean, yes, and it makes for an awkward scenario because, of course, Deshaun, for now, is still in the locker room. But even though he's there, he almost has to be treated like he's not because every second that is spent on this is time that is spent away from the task at hand. And Garrett and I have been talking about this a ton lately. Task at hand. The Browns could do what Browns could put every single resource they have. And it is not going to change one thing in regards to Deshaun Watson one way or the other. So what do you do? I'm, see, I'm sure there's guys in that locker room who are friends with Deshaun Watson. They are aggravated for their friend. They are aggravated for themselves that they don't have their quarterback. Use it as fuel. Turn it into what you need to do to, and, you know, it's crazy to say, you know, well, if Miles Garrett can play a little better. Well, you want to know what? One thing we've never seen with Miles Garrett, we've never seen him pissed off. Well, actually, we did once. We've never seen him pissed off, agitated, aggravated. <laughs> but that's that's the mentality this team has to take. And, you know, it's not about, you know, the games that Deshaun Watson's going to miss. It's about the fact that they're getting – and this is the part for me. And it's, again, it is not about time missed for Deshaun Watson one way or another. It's the fact that it's about 30 days away from week one, and this team has no idea when their quarterback is – going to be eligible play. That is a terrible situation to be the NFL handled this piss poorly to this point. And if you're the Browns, get aggravated. Be ticked off. But there's nothing you can do about it. So what do you do? Focus on making sure the product on the field as it's currently, you know, as it's currently built is the best possible product it can be. I, I agree. Um, you know, sometimes it seems a little reductionist. Um, but but to be honest with you, man, you know, the, the message is, you know, we got all these pro bowlers in here, man. We got all these pro bowlers in here, and, and, and I get it. They want us to have Deshaun Watson, and he's a big part of what we want to do. But at the end of the day, 
We're not waiting on no other man to come out here and judge our destiny. We're not about to let nobody else tell us that we're about to do this and you guys can win five games and all that other nonsense and jargon. Listen, man, the great thing about fans is this. They're fans. They have no control over what you're talking about. They have no control over how you go tackle. They have no control. That's, the, that, that's why football is football. It don't matter your religion. It don't matter your race. You can have a bunch of money. You can have privilege. You can have power. You can have all of that. But when you get between them lines, you can still get your ass kicked. That's it. You can still get, you can still get blown out. You could get physically dominated. And that's the best thing about football. All that other stuff that you write, that's outside of here, including what me and Jeff say, that's outside of the box. It, it, it matters what goes on between those white lines. You got to be ready to go because if this team takes this field and starts getting, you know, boat raced by lesser opponents, I don't know what it does for the future of this franchise the way it is currently built. And there is way too much talent in that room. Deshaun Watson or not, there's way too much talent in that room for this team to not go out and succeed. We're going to get to a little bit more here. We're going to talk about maybe what some realistic expectations could be for 2022 if, in fact, Deshaun Watson. Ends up not a part of it. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest Locked On Browns. Everybody here who's a listener knows, uh, obviously, my wife and I, we've been through a lot here the last few years, you know, some significant loss. Um, and, you know, having each other to talk to is great, but maybe every now and then the possibility of thinking about seeking out a professional to speak to. It's, it's not the worst idea, and it's certainly something that should never be poo-pooed. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional in less than 48 hours. Look, life is difficult. The last two year, two and a half years in this world has been extremely difficult. People basically confined to their homes. If you think you need somebody to talk to, it's okay to say you're not okay, and maybe to look to get the assistance you need. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. Getting therapy every week is as easy as a few clicks away on your laptop or your phone. With therapy, it can take a few tries to find the right fit for you. BetterHelp makes it easy and free to chat with therapists if needed. It's more affordable and traditional offline therapy and financial aid is in fact available. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. Just some of the thoughts here, some of the uh, reviews. She is excellent. It's just me right now not dealing with my grief. She prepared for having times like this. She is excellent. I don't know where I would be with her. So if you're ready to, and you think you need to, you can go ahead and check out BetterHelp. And they have a great special offer for all our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. We've been talking about the impact of the decision with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, first segment, we talked about exactly why fans are kind of clamoring or, or would they go back? Polling is showing that people still got a fix for Baker Mayfield, especially if Deshaun Watson is out a year. Uh, we talked in the second, uh, in, in our second uh, segment, 
that what is Kevin Stefanski? What is the messaging to the locker room? What do they think they have to do to get these guys motivated and continue to stay focused on the 2022 season? And now we talk about the wins and losses. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna look at it, every time we look at the preseason rankings and we look at everything before uh the season starts we figure out where everybody is supposed to be and what what people think is going to be uh where the browns will finish and uh, what is the percent chance that you give the cleveland browns for making the playoffs so when i look at that question um i take into context what the team is i also have to take into context what other teams have um i'm looking at a thing where if you look at uh, Baker Mayfield in the year that he played well, he didn't particularly play in 2022. Um, excuse me, in 2020, he played well um, the last eight or nine games. The first part of the season was not very good. Um, he, w- he was not as good as he was. He was. There were some games in there where he struggled against the Raiders. There was a win game. He struggled against the Texans. Um, the weather was inclement that game. Uh, he struggled even a little bit with the Jets, which which was the second part of the season. But he had a nice, solid nine games. And in those nine, in those nine games, what did he do well? In those nine games, he delivered the football. Uh, he mixed it up. They ran the ball well. Uh, they ran play action. And Kevin Stefanski was in, on, on his job doing his thing, mixing it up. Um, then 2021 happens, and you get a situation where Baker's hurt. And you just, we couldn't complete passes. Uh, you know, we couldn't uh, we couldn't dial up any passes. And even the gimme passes and the gimme routes, we couldn't hit just because it was just like, it was a squeamish, uh, you know, the accuracy wasn't there. The pocket presence wasn't there. We were taking a lot of sacks. Uh, and then the whole Odell Beckham Jr. thing happened and then the thing eventually unraveled on us. But if you can get some of the play that you got in the second part of 2020, let's be clear, Jacoby Brissett's not a bum. I, I I think people don't realize that Jacoby Brissett is a, is a solid backup. He's a top-tier backup, as a matter of fact. Like, let's not act like he can't come in and, and spot shadow and give you six to eight games and have some decent numbers, poppy numbers, and come in here and do their thing. That's I, I think if you get Jacoby Brissett comfortable, and you you got the running game. You got a couple things bounce your way. Kevin Stefanski is remotivated, refocused, and the defense is a top three to five defense. You got a twenty five, maybe thirty percent chance of making the playoffs. Now people say that's low, but twenty five or thirty is 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 better than having with Josh Rosen or Case Keenum or whatever the case is behind him having a ten percent chance. So I think it's it's relatively good. Uh, a decent chance given the fact that how dynamic Deshaun Watson is. So I, I would say about uh, 30%. The thing, and this is kind of where it gets tricky, obviously. Um, this roster is extremely talented and you know, basically almost every room, there is some top tier talent, you know, the defensive tackle room. We'll see how the young kids shake out there. Um, so when you have a roster that is pretty much good everywhere, and if you go with the theory of, you know, everybody just do what you control, you can control and do your job. Well, we know we've got at least 2,500 yards rushing minimum out of that room, Amari Cooper. And, you know, maybe these output will drop a tad, Kobe Brissett, as opposed to with Deshaun Watson. Um, but, you know, Amari Cooper, you're talking 70 plus thousand, seven touchdowns. It's pretty much what he's done in the NFL every year up until this point. David Njoku, 
you know, with more opportunities, thinking a little more spike in production. We know what this offensive line is capable of. We certainly know the aspirations and the talent level of this defense. Can it all come together and get it done? But there comes a point where, you know, a backup quarterback is a backup quarterback for a reason. You can go out, you can have a nice six to eight game stretch. And then once people start to see Jacoby Brissett within this Browns offense, there's more film to watch. You can start to see he can't make that throw. He won't make that throw. He won't even attempt that throw. And you start to notice those types of things, which give, you know, which give you playing against him the advantage of, you know, knowing, you know, what he can do, what he, you know, what he can do, what he can't do, what he won't even try to do. And that's how you end up being, you know, basically a marginal starting quarterback, backup quarterback in this league. Uh, now, it would take perfection. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it would, to have a long run in the playoffs, it would take, you know, pretty damn near close to perfection week in, week out from this team because you're going to need every positional room to go out there and to give the best that they have. It's certainly – Certainly, you know, possible that you can expect the best out of these guys. They're all dedicated. One of the all love about this roster is you know, it doesn't seem to be like there's any, you know, any cracks as far as, you know, you know, questionable personalities as far as where they are with the game. Several people have left that locker room who maybe we did have some questions about what the game meant to them as opposed to, you know, what they were getting from the game, so to speak. Um I would say it's still pretty high. Um, you know, we have no idea what the Baltimore Ravens really are right now. That whole Lamar Jackson situation certainly, you know, leaves you wondering about where that team can go. Pittsburgh, the reviews out of camp don't seem that great. It's quarterback position. They do not. Um, so you certainly have your thoughts there. Look, we know the Bengals are tough. There are some really, really good teams on this Brown schedule. Um, but if the defense can play well and they can offensively, they do they can do the things that we know they do well. You know, quarterback notwithstanding, this team runs the ball and runs it extremely well. Um, but there's going to come times, weeks, games where you're going to have to throw it, you know, to make something happen to win some ball games. Percentage wise, I'd go a little probably a little higher than Garrett. I have a very, very high faith in this defense. I think I have a lot of faith in Coach Stefanski now that he doesn't have these personalities on the offensive side of the ball that he has to worry about. He can just go out call plays and they're going to get executed as he wants. There's going to be no chatter in the 22nd in between plays. It's going to be huddle it up and let's go get it in here. But without the possibility of Deshaun Watson for a full year, it certainly dampers expectations of maybe how far this team can go. And again, for me, you know, just the final of it, it's, it's a really terrible situation to put this franchise in. They've had this player for five years right now, about for five months. But now they should have an answer on when he is able to play football again. Yeah, uh, I, I look at it and say, you know, get, get the. I think one thing that we've all noticed is we're disillusioned um, just with the NFL in general. Um, a lot of people is just disillusioned with 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 the whole thing. I, I I don't care about all of the like the different things that they do. Like, don't be flying no jets overhead and 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 all the. The NFL cares stuff. Stop shooting them promos and commercials. We know you don't care. Like, it's just cheesy and corny at this point. I don't want to hear Roger Goodell. I don't want to see him. Why, if you are going to be a hired hitman for the owners, stay on that side and just don't show your face. But you're trying to act like this is one happy partnership. No, it's not, man. You don't care about the situation. The best thing y'all can do is shut up and play the games, and that's what we're ready for.
Pretty much. And, you know, look, for the Browns, you got to get back to work today. You know, I understand it's sitting in limbo. Um, it's a pain. But either way, these days are going by. And these games are going to start. And they're going to matter. And this team has got to be ready to go because nobody in that locker room is going to get a pass for their performance because Deshaun Watson played or didn't play. You're all going to be judged based on what you did each and every week. And, you know, at the end of the day, you signed a contract to play football for the Browns. It wasn't about whether or not you were playing football for the Browns with Deshaun Watson, a quarterback. You all got jobs to do. You know, ain't no time for whining. Ain't no time for moaning. Got to go out there. Got to get the job done. He is Garrett Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube Live. Make sure you're checking it out. You can always check it after the fact. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show Twitter page obviously will always, you know, hit you with four or five, six highlights of every episode every day. So make sure you're checking all of that out. The Barbershop, 92.3 The Fan. Uh, Garrett in there every Saturday morning. Of course, you know, Garrett over at training camp tomorrow. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that, of course, at GBush91. Make sure you're following personally. Lloyd at Jeff underscore L underscore Lloyd. Show itself, Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. Uh, show uh, for everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. We could not be more appreciative whether it's your favorite podcast platform. Or, of course, now on YouTube. Make sure you're following, subscribe to the show. Uh, Five-star ratings, written reviews, all that stuff. Um, closing in on 2,500 followers. Appreciate subscribers. Appreciate you all taking the ride along with us over on YouTube. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.